Welcome back to the Project 24 blogging podcast. This is episode 180. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Today it is Ricky and I. I'm Anna, by the way. Uh, Nathan is having a great time wherever he is right now. So uh, yeah, we're excited to answer some of your questions here in the community. So let's get to the first one. Um, this one, uh, do you think you can pronounce her name? Um, the name? <laughs> is that Guinevere S? Guinevere. Guinevere S. Very nice name there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, they say, I'm just starting the blogging journey and considering a food site. I was looking into cookforfolks.com and wanted to see if your recipes show up in the recipe snippets section of Google. I searched specifically for the title of your funeral potatoes recipe, and it was the second result after the recipe snippets. But I didn't see it in the recipe section of the Google results, even when I expanded it to see more than the first three. Is there a way to get your post to show up in that section? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so with Cook for Folks in particular, it's not been our focus to try to rank the recipes. The recipes that we have, we use as resources for, um, for the blog posts. So in a blog post, if we mention funeral potatoes, um, we want to have a recipe for those. And so if we, if we have our own recipe that we want to share, then we put it um, on the site. And so, but we haven't made a great deal of effort to try to rank for recipes simply because that's extremely competitive. That's not the strategy we're taking with this website. Mm -hmm. So that's part of why we haven't put a lot of focus on it. But to answer the question, um, how to get your recipe to show up there? This is um, where we need to be using schema markup. Uh, so for recipes, you know, in Akabata, which is what the site's using, um, there are places for uh, for schema, right? Um, and they're just on this one; they're they're not filled out first, um, and that's okay because we're we don't we're not again we're not trying for that. We don't really care, but if that's what you wanted to do, you would want to make sure and fill those out. So. Right below where you put in the article on Akabato, it'll ask for preparation time in minutes, cooking time in minutes, a recipe summary, a list of ingredients, the actual instructions. Then you can even list the ingredients separately, item by item, um, and have the instructions list item by item. One, two, three, four, five. Then um, the other thing, honestly, I think we're missing um, a couple things. Because um, we get a couple of uh, warnings sometimes in schema um, from Google Search Console for some of these recipes. And it's because it tells us we haven't marked up an image. So I think the intent was that the featured image would be given schema markup um, to show up as the image for, for the recipe. Uh, we also don't have a star rating here, which we do have for like product reviews. But a lot of, uh, you'll, you see here, like, a lot of these recipes will have a star rating. Not all of them, but most of them have a star rating. So you want to make sure that you have schema markup for an image, star rating, ideally, uh, a summary of the recipe, like what it is, uh, preparation time, just probably, that's probably total time, those things. I mean, notice those are the things that are showing up in the recipe section. So we want to make sure we have all that marked up. Now, if that's really important to you, um, that you get stuff to rank there, 
to show up in the recipe section, you would want to make sure that you have all the schema markup. Uh, we meet, looks like I need to mm -hmm. talk to our Akabato developers to get make sure that we have an image being marked up and to add the star rating. But also, if you're using any other theme, you're going to want to use a plugin for this. And um, the best plugins you should use are probably uh, either Yoast SEO or Rank Math. Both of them now have built out schema markup. So on the page where you create your recipe, you would add all of those schema tags on that page. And by using the plugin, essentially, it just gives you a spot to just put that information. You just say, this is a recipe. It's like, okay, let me give you all the recipe schema items. And then you select the image, you, you add all the same info, just like I just told you in Akabato, you're gonna put there. And that's how you get to show up. Also, um, obviously it has to outrank the other ones. Uh, so it needs to be highly relevant and all those other things that we do for SEO. But um, you'll notice that you know, our article ranks when you search it by name, it ranks number one, but it's not showing up up there because it just doesn't have all the right markup. That's the value and benefit of schema markup, by the way, is getting your content to show up in that special way. It is showing the image, the featured image. So it might not be that. It might just be that since we haven't filled in the other markup, the schema markup, we haven't put in the ingredients and instructions. We haven't marked those up with schema. So um, it's not fully treating it as a recipe. Yeah, might be something to play with just to try out. Mm-hmm. Yep. And up until now, we've just kind of used the recipes as complementary to yep. the post for the search term that we're going for, which has worked out really well. We're finding, you know, search terms around cooking and amounts of food, food safety and all that. There's several articles on that website that yeah. get over 3,000 page views a month in yes. organic traffic. Yeah, it's Like awesome. not just one or two, multiple articles where a single article, people fight like clawing tooth and nail practically to rank a recipe on Google. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard. Mm -hmm. We write other content and then the recipes are just supplemental. Yep. They're Re just a good resource. Good resource for the reader. Um, also, another possibility is if you see for the recipe in the SERP, a lot of videos popping up, you know, in yeah. the beginning, that could be a really good opportunity for you to try making a video on YouTube um, because that could potentially rank on the SERP rather than an article. Okay, next question is for from Dr. Bob, and he says, I'm ready to post my first four-cell video tutorial, but not sure where or how to make them available online. I'm thinking about posting on YouTube as private and providing that link when someone purchases the tutorial. In the past, I know Ricky has recommended Sendal as a preferred credit card processor. I'm assuming that is still his recommendations. Your thoughts? Yeah, and um, there's been some good comments in this thread in the community as well. But I, for, for anybody that's looking to put video content out there, uh, paid video content, there are some different options depending on what you want to do. Uh, if you want to start out and just see how well it works, you can start out with a totally free option, basically. And that is kind of what Bob was talking about, which is we we post the video on YouTube. We You don't leave it marked as private. If it's private, then people can only view it if they're logged in. And if you have like authorized that user's login, um, what you wanna do is you wanna mark it as unlisted. So it won't show up live on your YouTube channel, but anybody with a link 
to that video can go watch it. Um, then if you want to use Sendow, Sendow's uh, a great op option for like somebody makes a purchase and then they immediately get a download. And so the way you would do, or, or they get an email, um, either or an email or they get both an email and you know, the download comes with the email, right? So you can make it so that the email that they receive has all of the information plus the link to the video. And that's the product is the email that they get. And then they click on it and they get to go watch the video. That would be like the most basic way to do this. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to step it up a notch, you could create a document with a link to the video, as well as just all the other information surrounding it, any other resources you want to link to. So, you know, save that like as a PDF. And then when they purchase through SendOwl, the PDF is what they download. And then they have that. They don't have to keep the email. They just have this file that has all the information. That was how we did our first niche site school when we first created that. Um, people signed up and what they purchased was a survey. That's what they got. They filled out the survey and sent it in. We recorded a little consult for them and then started them in an, an email drip campaign that sent them an, one email every day for 60 days with their this is what you're supposed to do today for your blog. That's how we did it. And we used Sendow um, and it worked great. Then you could take it up to the next level and that would be like using a platform like Teachable or Podia or there's several um, good ones out there. Uh, in our information products course or info products course, we show how to set up Podia. Um, they have a free level, like you can sign up for free. You can actually host the video there. So it's not a YouTube video. And then uh, people pay to join your, your course or your membership or whatever it is. And um, you can provide them information in various formats. So, uh, you know, they come to the web page and see it and then they watch the video right there. And that just feels a little more professional. The next option would be to actually go have it on your own website, take the video, you can still host it on YouTube. Or at this point, if you wanted it to look even more professional, you could go host it elsewhere, like Wistia or Vimeo or something like that. Um, the cost starts to go up at this point, guys. Um, <laughs> but if you want to leave it on YouTube, that's fine. It's still free. You could use WordPress's default video player, or um, I like Presto Player for uh, WordPress video player. Uh, you can actually make the video player more custom that way. And so instead of embedding it with YouTube's default, looking like it's obviously a YouTube video, you can make it so it doesn't look at all like a YouTube video, but it still is a YouTube video, mm -hmm. uh, which is pretty cool. And then what you would do is you would sell access to that page. So when somebody signs up, they would have access now to the content on your website. Now for that, I probably wouldn't use SendOwl anymore. I would use something like MemberPress or MemberMouse because you're going to want to hide this page behind a login. And so if you use MemberPress or MemberMouse, the payment it doesn't go through them, but it's set up through them. So whether you use SendOwl or MemberPress or MemberMouse, whoever it is, um, you're going to have to create like a PayPal account. Um, Stripe is great for credit card processing. Um, and then MemberPress will just, you'll connect to your Stripe account through MemberPress or whatever. And um, they'll be able to, Stripe will take the payments, but it'll all be hosted through Member MemberPress. Someone signs up, they make their purchase, and then now... Um, they have access to a page 
uh, or pages that are hidden behind that login, behind that paywall. So there's so many different ways to do this. Um, don't do the, me the, the member press route first if you've never done this before. Uh, suddenly you're having to pay for plugins uh, that you have to pay for every year. It's, it's, it's really professional. It's awesome to have it hosted on your own site. But uh, start with something that's free because you're probably going to be tweaking your, prod your product a lot before you really settle in on something that works really well. So, um, you know, Podia is great because they have a free option mm -hmm. and it's pretty straightforward to set up. So the 10-day info products course in Project 24, uh, Nathan actually does a walkthrough setting up Podia. So that's probably like my favorite option because it still feels more professional than just like getting an email or a PDF. Mm -hmm. But if you just want ultra simplicity, use Sendow. Um, you're still going to have to create an account with Stripe and PayPal or whatever, but use Sendow. And that way, when somebody makes a purchase, they're just going to get an email with all the information as well as the link to the video that they paid for. Um, and just keep it really simple yep. and see how, see how it goes. Yep. Convenience is good yeah. for them. So that was a long answer because I wanted you to know like there are so many different levels you can go. But start, start simple. Really good question. Okay, the next one is from The One. And uh, this may be something that a lot of people relate to. It's, it's a good question. So they say, currently in a coffee shop in Chiang Mai, Thailand, and I don't want to work. I will change location to a co-working place, but sometimes the motivation for work is difficult to find. The last 10 days were kind of a vacation for me. I didn't work too much. Maybe I need more time off. We're so lucky we have a passive income, but getting site one to Mediavine is paramount of importance to increase the passive income. Yes. Motivation. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm guessing you have some thoughts on motivation. How do you stay yeah. motivated? Yeah. Well, for me, um, I have a schedule that pretty I do follow every single week. So right away in the mornings, I work from home kind of to emulate what you all go through. I work on cook for folks and um, either, you know, do that an hour or sometimes a couple hours, just depending on what project I'm working on. Of course, taking pictures and doing that original research takes longer, but because I have a schedule, I feel really accountable to that. And then Ricky's been so nice to let me go work out after that. Um, and so that that's kind of my reward is to go work out after I've done the writing and everything. And then I come here to the office. So just the, the same, that same routine schedule keeps me on track every day. And so I would, you know, I would consider that yourself instead of trying to fit that in just wherever you can, because we're more likely to find other things in our schedule that will seem more priority at the time. But this is your long-term priority and this is your way to freedom. And like you said, passive income. So it's almost, it is like making an appointment with yourself, putting it in your yeah. calendar. And if anything else interferes, you have an appointment and you got to turn that down. Another thing that works well for people is, uh, like I said, turn, um, making a certain time. And for me, early in the morning, when I first get up, works best because people are sleeping, my family's sleeping, and I am less likely to get interruptions during that time. So. Awesome. Yeah, those are all great. Uh, I think it gets really difficult when you, um, when you do reach a point that you leave a normal job, mm -hmm. if that's what you've been used to. 
because now all of a sudden it's like, I'm going to go sit down to write. It's like, it's not, it's no longer, you don't have a, a flow anymore. Now it's like, now I have too much time. And so now I don't feel like the drive to go do anything. And so a couple other things, because I think those are all awesome. Um, I like to make appointments for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I don't have a boss um, anymore, <laughs> which is awesome, but I have a lot of things to get done. So I schedule that time for myself. And so I make myself work a work day. I don't care if your work day is two hours long, if you're working for yourself, but you need to make a work day. Right. Um, and so that kind of comes back to like having a routine, having mm-hmm. a schedule. Right. Uh, we, if we live without any sort of routine, it's hard to make progress on anything. Uh, it's funny how people will get to leave their job. They'll have this passive income and suddenly they're no longer going to the gym. They're no longer wanting to work on their business. They're no longer, it's like, wait, now that I have all this time, I don't do anything. <laughs> and it's because it's, it's hard to feel motivated when it, nothing feels pressing anymore, yeah. right? But some other things also that I think help are setting short-term goals or, mm-hmm. you know, objectives. So you mentioned in this specific example, getting site one to Mediavine is paramount of importance to increase the passive income. Awesome. That's a great goal. What's it going to take to get that site to Mediavine? So where are we at traffic-wise? How much content do we have? Like, what are the steps we need to take to get there? How many more blog posts? How much interlinking needs to be done? Um, You know, if we have a few really high-performing blog posts, let's go ahead and interlink from those first. Spend a couple hours on that one day. Um, Just work toward that goal so that when you do sit down to work for your, even if it's one or two hours a day, Mm -hmm. when you do sit down to do that work, you know what you're working for. Um, this is how we make sure you don't have to go get a job <laughs> again, right. right? Yeah. So, um, I, and, I, and I don't know for sure for you, the one I can't remember um, if you're full-time or not, if like you're working a job or not. I'm, for some reason, I'm, I'm thinking that maybe um, you're not right now, So which is, which is awesome, um, which is why you get to be in Thailand taking 10-day vacations, <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing. No, but I, I, I'm trying to remember for sure, but I can't remember right off the top of my head. But still, like, let's figure out what it's going to take to get there. Then once you're there, it's like, great. What's the, my next goal? What's the next thing I want to do? Maybe it's building up site two to that same level, or maybe it's taking site one now that it's on Mediavine. And, okay, I'm going to set a goal to boost the traffic another 10%. Or I'm going to set a goal to find another monetization method. Maybe I'm going to try for like a really good affiliate program, not Amazon, like something else um, that maybe it's a single little bit higher ticket item that that's something I would really like I would use that I would really want people to use. Um, And I'm just going to figure out how I'm going to start selling that on my website. Maybe I'm going to come up with an info product, like set that next goal. And then now you have something to work toward every day when you sit down for those couple of hours. And I think that's going to help a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. And it, there's times where, you know, maybe you're you're not feeling it, you're tired, something else came up. Like you said, you're on vacation. Maybe you do need to take a little bit of time off, a few days off, and come back to it fresh. You know, that's okay. That's the hard part about working for yourself is we feel like we need to constantly work and now we don't yeah. take any time off or yep. any vacation, even if we 
are burnt out. Maybe (laughs) maybe you just do something as mundane as placing links that day. You know, even if you are working toward your goal, it doesn't have to be full force 24-7. One thing that just hit me is you said the last 10 days were kind of a vacation for me. I didn't do much work. (laughs) So you didn't take 10 days to go on to do a vacation. You take 10 days where you felt guilty for not working. That's not the same thing. Like, allow yourself a vacation if that's what you need. Allow yourself to just mentally turn it off and say, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it's, hey, you know what? I need to get on Mediavine. I need to boost my traffic another 5%. Mm-hmm. Once I'm approved for Mediavine, I get to take a two-week vacation, and we're just and I'm just going to set it all aside mm-hmm. and plan some fun stuff and go enjoy um, the fact that now my income's going to go up. Yep, um, absolutely. Yeah. Great, great question. And that kind of leads into the next question from Jordy Buck. And he says, what's your week's writing schedule? How many hours a day post a week do you put in? Are you keeping up? My writing schedule is to publish four staple posts a week. I have two hours each morning on my schedule to write before leaving for work. Friday, I take eight hours to write, take pictures, and work on website things. That's a total of 20 hours, not including Sunday. I think I could be doing more, but it's hard. I need to keep pushing and stay psyched up to stay focused. Oh, for the day I couldn't quit my job and really put out the content. Yeah. So first of all, that schedule is inspiring. I think if, um, I think if we were all putting in 20 hours a week on our blog and getting out four good staple posts, plus, you know, you're getting the photos and all sorts of stuff. I think we'd have a higher level of success Uh, really like it's inspiring that that level of work so um good you're doing great Mm -hmm. (laughs) don't feel bad about that i think we often especially when we're working hard we often feel like but i could probably be doing more just remember though that it's really important to strike balance in life Mm -hmm. this the intent of this is to create freedom for you and for your for your family and so if it becomes like something that completely sucks you in for two years and you don't have time for family, then by the time you've achieved that freedom, you might not have family. <laughs> like it's really important. I, yeah. I've i seen this um, less in blogging, but in lots of things that I've done where, you know, someone gets carried away and they get, they find something they love, but they put so much of their time into it that they neglect other really important things in life. Um so, so I would, I would just caution against that. I'm not saying that you're doing that. I think this is awesome what you're doing. Um, as long as it's something that you can maintain a balance with. Yeah. I'd say just keep it up. I know you do a good job of writing. Um, I've seen your content, like you're doing good work. It's, uh, you're, you're kind of in a hard space. So, um, you're just going to have, you're, it's going to require more results to get the same income (laughs) Mm -hmm. as some other sites um and that's that's tough that stinks but um but you're getting there and you're gonna get there because Mm -hmm. I've seen the work that you do so um you do a really good job yeah it sounds like you're very regimented with your schedule which is awesome and very motivated and seems like you want to do more but um you know just don't again don't get burnt out and Make it fit in with your lifestyle, your schedule. Yeah. You know, like what I've, mm. what I'm doing in the morning, it fits in with 
my lifestyle and um, it's a, it's a habit. And so it kind of, I get put in the same amount of work every single week. So if you're forcing yourself to do all this work and at a certain time um, every single week, but you feel like you're neglecting other areas of your life, don't do that (laughs) and make it all fit in. Yep. So even if that means like slowing down a little bit, Mm -hmm. um, gosh, like twice in this question, I have had like thoughts from my jujitsu classes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The first one was about the balance, right? Um, We had a guy that we were training with that, I mean, he was going six days a week, sometimes two, three times a day. Mm -hmm. Um, And then had just a major family, like bad Mm -hmm. incident. Things started going really wrong. And like, that's one of the things we talked about that our coach was talking with us about. It's like, this should enhance all areas of your life. If it becomes your life, then something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, shoot, what was the other thing? That just I just had the thought when you were talking because it had <laughs> to do with what you were saying, and it was from that class. Um, oh, it was uh, um, actually just the other day. I got I got promoted at my jujitsu class, and um, and I and the coach just pointed out how consistent I am and how he really appreciates that, and I'm like. Hey, I, I don't mind if I'm the slowest person here when it comes to learning and promotions. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here to learn and to improve myself. Mm-hmm. And so I don't care how long it takes me. And that's an attitude that I would love us to have is like, we're trying to make our lives better. 24 months is a great goal to shoot for. It's a very realistic goal in many cases, but life circumstances might make it less realistic for you. That's okay. I have seen some people in this community who 36 months in, they say, I finally hit my project 36 and I finally hit the full-time income. That's awesome. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Like just recognize the progress you're making yeah. and how much further along you are today. And, and that's okay. Like recognize that. Be okay with that. And yeah. just know like whatever your goal is, it might be a little further out than you'd hoped but you're a lot closer now than you were before. Yeah, absolutely. And on the, the workout, yeah. you know, theme, yeah. same thing like with um, Orange Theory. I've been doing that for four years now and I've been doing it regimentally six days a week, sometimes seven, but I came uh-huh. to the point where I just realized I was burnt out with yeah. it. And, and I realized I you shouldn't be doing the same thing all the time. Uh-huh. So to fit it in more in my lifestyle, now I'm, I'm kind of lessening the amount and I'm fitting in different activities, you know, during the week. So I'll go for a hike or uh-huh. I'll go for a really long walk or something like that. And that's kind of reigniting that passion for um, that workout. And then again, like what you just said, I think I'm always like, looking for more how can I improve more but I really need to pat myself on the back for all the work I put in the last four years so kind of another analogy on that yeah it all applies yeah (laughs) we love those analogies here Um, awesome well great questions this time and uh, we really appreciate you listening in wherever you are in the world and uh, yeah thank you so much for listening to the Project 24 blogging podcast and have a wonderful rest of your day
Project 24 is product of Income School LLC. Results mentioned are not typical. The trademark Project 24 refers to the goal of some people to create a successful business in 24 months, but is not a promise or guarantee of that success. Many online businesses fail because like any business, it requires hard work, skill, and dedication. Before making business decisions, consult financial and legal professionals licensed in your jurisdiction. So in short, the only person who can make your business successful is you. We are simply here to provide information to help you along the way.